wandering She's been wandering We were going down to the riverside Welcome to Cheese Underground Radio. I'm Jeannie Carpenter. Thanks so much for joining us. Today we visit the Wisconsin State Fair. We give you a front row seat to the action at the Blue Ribbon Cheese and Butter Auction, where over the course of 90 minutes, 28 Blue Ribbon Cheeses will sell for more than $56,000. We'll talk with cheese judges, auctioneers, the Grand Master Cheesemaker, and learn what it takes to get a winning bid for the best cheese in Wisconsin. Stay with us. Love cheese more. This episode of Cheese Underground Radio is sponsored by Fromagination. Madison's premier cheese shop, located in the heart of America's Dairyland, right on the Capitol Square. Fromagination's team of expert cheesemongers help you select the perfect cheeses and companions for every occasion. Shop online at fromagination.com, or better yet, visit Fromagination and taste the cheeses that make Wisconsin famous. Fromagination, love, cheese, more. Summer in Wisconsin means only one thing to many folks. It's fair season. There are county fairs, there are local fairs, and then there's the granddaddy of them all, the Wisconsin State Fair. A 13-day extravaganza that encompasses everything from showing cattle, pigs, and chickens, to eating a beer-battered, bacon-wrapped cheddar sausage on a stick. But for cheesemakers... The best place to be is the Blue Ribbon Cheese and Butter Auction, where 28 Blue Ribbon Cheese and Butters are auctioned off to the highest bidder in a mission to raise money for scholarships and dairy promotion. hour at the Wisconsin State Fair each year, a big white tent fills up with everybody who's anybody in the Wisconsin dairy industry. Bidders come from around the state to bid on 28 Blue Ribbon Cheeses. Folks bid for different reasons. Retailers, like West Dallas Cheese Shop, want the publicity of being able to sell a big winner. Dairy supply companies, like equipment manufacturers or cheese packaging firms, often bid to thank cheesemakers for past business or to perhaps woo them for future deals. Each Blue Ribbon cheese is sold individually, with a winning cheesemaker brought to the front to be recognized on stage. Cheesemakers and winning bidders are then flanked by a host of local and state dairy queens, all wearing tiaras and smiling broadly for photos. But perhaps the best part of the evening comes at the very beginning, when the Grand Master Cheesemaker is named. It's a surprise. No one, not even the Secretary of Agriculture who makes the announcement, knows who will be named best in show. Everyone, including the 28 cheesemakers in attendance, fall to a hush and pay attention. You know, the cheesemakers look forward to this. They don't know who's won. This is a surprise. 
They're all excited. They're in the back of the room. They're listening close. So I'm going to hand this over to Ben Bransell. We're going to tear off the tape and see who won. Team Lake Country Dairy, Schumann Cheese, Turtle Lake, Manto Cheese. You'll find it on the bit sheet, so please come on up. This year's announcement is a big surprise. The winner, a cave-aged, smear-ripened cheese, is one almost no one in the tent has ever heard of. And because it's brand new, the winning company, Lake Country Dairy in Turtle Lake, Wisconsin, only sent one company representative because winning the big title was really a pretty long shot. We caught plant manager Gary Gusta representing Team Lake Country Dairy right after the announcement. He was lugging a giant Wisconsin-shaped wooden trophy away from the stage. Can we interview you quick? <laughs> I know that's heavy. Put that down. I real. So we we invested in a cave in our plant about a year and a half ago and started making these cheeses. And we have a alto, a monte, and a ballast. And if you look at the mountain highest up, middle, and lower, and the montes in the middle. And um, our master cheesemaker is Christoph. Uh, I'll give you his last name because I can't say it. Um, and he, he grew up making that cheese with the cows going up and down the mountain. So he has that in him. It's so hard to create that here because we don't have a caves, we don't have wooden boards, we don't have natural, so we use the concrete, plastic, and we make our own cave. We had to make these recipes. So um, it's been a year and a half of what are we doing? Are we doing it right? You know, Figuring it wow, out. this tastes good. This is, wow, we're kind of on track. And this is the first contest we entered it in. So you just won the very first contest you ever entered this cheese in. Correct. And then wow. we just won so how does the winning cheese get chosen? Right before the auction, we talked with Wisconsin State Fair Chief Judge Mike Peterson, whose day job is the lead cheese grader for the state of Wisconsin, and Bob Ashbrook veteran USDA dairy grader. Okay, all right. So this is Mike Peterson. Um, are you the chief judge for this contest? Yes. Uh, yes. Currently I am. I, I judged the contest previously. I've judged this contest for like 15 years. Okay. I, but I took over for Bill Slingshaw, okay. uh, which did it for 40 years. So I don't think I'll beat that record, but uh, I'm trying to uh, keep up the tradition of, of what we do here. Okay. And then next to him is Bob Ashbrook, who's also a judge. And how long have you been judging this contest? Uh, I've been doing the U.S. and the World Contest. I'm the chief judge for those two contests, and I've done the state fair probably uh, 10 or 15 years off and on. Yeah. How many judges are there at this contest? What do we have? Uh, this year we had 10. Five yeah. teams of two. Yeah, five teams of two. Okay. And how many judge or how many cheeses do you do you judge? <laughs> this year we had a record number of uh, entries, so it, it it was between sixty and seventy, which is a lot per team. Per okay. team. So so that means that you a, a judge had to taste sixty or seventy pieces of cheese. Correct. Yes. All in how long? Uh, within about six or eight hours. <laughs> so, but I've seen I've seen folks judge cheese. Tell me. They, they, they don't 
So they don't always swallow it, right? No, you walk, can't. You can't. Yeah, walk us through how someone judges cheese. Basically, when you, when you uh, judge cheese, you, you pull a, a plug. Uh, you use a tool called a trier. It pulls like a candlestick-sized plug. Uh, first thing you do is smell it. Uh, see if there's any off flavors. Uh, you, you touch, uh, check the body of it, uh, if it's soft, if it's firm, and then you taste it. Uh, when you taste it, uh, and then you spit it out, and then you need to wait a little bit of a time because some of the off flavors do not come to you right away. So it's, it's pretty much like wine testing. You know, you, you just run around in your mouth and spit it out. And then uh, you judge it on any, any defects. And, and the defects that we have in a lot of these cheeses, because they are some of the best ones in the state, are real subtle. So that's why you have to have a, a real good crew of judges to do this. Right. Does a cheese judge at, at, at like, does, it, does a cheese like start at zero and work its way up, or do you start at like a certain score and go down? It, it's at 100 points and you deduct. Okay. So most of the cheeses in the Wisconsin State Fair, if they're going to place, they're in a 99 and above level. I mean, they're really, really good, good product. Uh, so the, the defects, that's why you have to have a good judge to be able to pick up the subtle defects that are very, very slight. Right. So, so Bob, which cheeses did you get to judge this year? Whoa, which I did categories? butter, for one, oh, and, and I did some uh, flavored cheddar, flavored uh, soft cheeses. And uh, we usually get a variety of probably six different varieties when we judge. And I, uh, we do the butter every year, me and Mary Ann Smikowski from CDR. So, yeah, it's a variety and you have to know a little bit about whether it's a table cheese or whether it's a cooking cheese. That's another thing that you got to consider. Like if you're going to have a cooking cheese, your body can be a little bit firmer for grating and whatever. But if you're going to use it for cutting, you don't want a real soft cheese that when the lady puts the knife into it, it just melts down. So, and not everybody can be a judge. Uh, one out of 10 of us can't taste bitter. One out of 10 of us can't taste uh, acid. You know, there's different flavor profiles that uh, some people can't taste. Right. So tell me about your, your credentials, your background. How, do you, how did you get to be a cheese judge? I started making cheese in Roselleville, Wisconsin. It's up by Marshfield. Uh, and I worked there for seven years as a licensed cheesemaker. And one day the USDA inspector came in and I said, where do I get such a cushy job? And he gave me the, the applications, and I signed up in 1967 as a grader, and I spent uh, months down at Borden's at Plymouth. That plant has since closed or changed hands, and graded cheese eight hours a day, every day and every day. And then I worked with other graders uh, with the butter and whatever in Chicago, and actually 39 states we covered. So got some good experience, and a lot of variety out there. And the quality today, as Mike can confess to this, the quality of the cheese today is so much better than it was 15, 20 years ago. The milk quality, the farmers have done so much better on their, on their milk, and it's made a lot of difference. And the Center of Dairy Research has what they call the Master Cheesemakers Program. And that has been a real boon to the industry, and we'll all have to agree that these guys that go through these classes and courses really come out of there with some uh, good insight on what it should be. I mean, when they're in their plant at home, they're looking at the same cheese all the time. And uh, when they come into the courses, they get to see other factories product. And they say, gee, our worst, our best is some of their worst, you know, how that goes. So they, that, that's a good program. So we got to give the CDR a lot of credit for what they've done.
And Mike, you're you're one of two chief graders for the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture. Is that right? Correct. Okay. And what what is a cheese grader? Um, Wisconsin is the only uh, state in the books yet that that uh, require that uh, commercial type cheeses be graded. Uh, now it, it was it was done way back in the I believe the 30s that uh, that uh, you wanted product with a with a same language as far as you know bitter uh, you know, acid and so forth like that so you know what you're, what you're talking about. Basically, our grade standards uh, mimic the USDA. They're pretty much the same. So, so like when you're grading a cheddar, what are the different ways it could grade? Like, is, I mean, there's a grade A, grade. There's a grade A, grade B, and an undergrade. And a double A if you got some real premium product. Yes, yes. And That's do, pretty fair. And we do have a program now that a couple of plants are doing that. So we do have a double A uh, grade. So how much, how much like cheddar? How much do you, how much cheddar have you do you think you've tasted over the years? Oh, <laughs> probably a carload, huh? <laughs> Millions of pounds? I, I don't. I have no. I'm not, I mean, no yeah. Idea. When that's what you do for a living, right? And, right. I mean, for a lot of people, that would be a dream job, right? It is. It is. But you see what it does to one person. It is, this oh. is mostly cheese. Yeah, he, he's patting his, his stomach, but there's not much there. I don't know. I oh, think I love it, though. Cheese is a very good, it's a convenience food. You can go to the refrigerator, you can take it out and cut off a chunk, and you don't have to cook it, you don't have to do nothing, just eat it. And I love it. There isn't a product, there isn't a cheese that I don't like. Now, grating cheese is different than liking cheese. Everybody likes cheese. That doesn't mean you're a good cheese grater. You got to be able to pick up the subtle differences, like bitter and salty and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly, It's not the same thing. And there are standards for some of the cheese, like cheddar, Colby, Monterey Jack, Swiss. There's a written standard. Some of them were written in 1956. They're really old, and they've they've stood this uh, stand of time, and uh, we still use those today. So, in other words. Uh, you're not allowed a bitter, a certain level of bitter. You're not allowed a, a certain level of fruitiness in cheddar cheese. So it doesn't meet that standard, and it goes down a grade. And are those Wisconsin standards or U.S.? U.S. and okay. Wisconsin. And these are the only two in the United States. Correct. Correct. That, that I are, still, and I believe that, that the, are used. Any cheese that's sold on the exchange still has to be graded by either the USDA or the state of Wisconsin. Now there's some that are arguing about whether we should have those standards, but I'll tell you, we built a good reputation with those standards over the years, and I'd hate to see them go, because then if you say anything goes, then anything goes, you know. So. So what's it like to bid on a winning cheese at the Wisconsin State Fair cheese auction? Well, it just so happens that I found out personally. When 11 pounds of Chris Raleigh's Blue Ribbon Dunbarton came up on the auction block, I started raising my arm for Metcalf's Markets, who had authorized me to bid on their behalf. And when the Secretary of Agriculture starts personally lobbying you to keep bidding, it's hard to stop. I get 
hundred dollar, one hundred dollar. Yes, Metcalf market, a hundred and hundred and ten. John, the fifth eighth, hundred and twenty. I got one ten bid. You gonna be twenty? I got one ten dollar bid. You gonna be twenty twenty? You gonna be twenty twenty? You gonna be one hundred and ten or twenty one twenty? Metcalf, we need a hundred and twenty dollars. One ten, one twenty, hundred and thirty. I got one thirty, now forty. I got one thirty, baby. You're gonna be for forty, gonna be for forty, gonna be forty. One thirty, now for forty, gonna be forty, gonna be forty. One thirty, forty. I got one forty, baby. One forty-five. I got one forty, baby. You're gonna be five. Metcalf, I need one forty-five. Yes or no? One forty, baby. Yes, one forty-five. John, a hundred and fifty dollars. Yes. Oh. Now fifty-five. What? You, you don't want to recalculate? <laughs> Just add 10 to that, that gets you there. I sold it $150 a pound to John. Contending with that cash market. In the end, I didn't get the winning bid, but I was still happy to see a great cheese go for a good price. And at the end of the night, a total of $56,760 had been raised, with cheeses such as Leclerc Farms Evalon fetching $290 a pound, and a Havarti made by Decatur Dairy going for $320 a pound. We talked with Katie Katzman, coordinator for the Wisconsin State Fair Dairy Promotion Board, on what happens with the money raised at auction and the role dairy plays at the Wisconsin State Fair, including something called the House of Moo. That's M-O-O. -O. I'm Katie Katzman, and I'm the board coordinator for the Wisconsin State Fair Dairy Promotion Board. Okay. And um, at the State Fair, are you here for the duration? Are you here like every day? I am here every day, all 11 days of the Wisconsin State Fair. And what day are we on right now? I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> well, you're still smiling. Day I'm really tired. <laughs> you're still smiling. Tell us where where does the money go that, that people bid on these cheeses? The money that comes in from the auction helps uh, fund our dairy promotion efforts here at the fair. We put on milking demonstrations four times a day at 11, 1, 3, and 5. We have the House of Moo, which is a hands-on dairy education center in the dairy barn. And then, of course, we give out scholarships. This year, we will award six $1,000 scholarships to students that are pursuing careers in, related to the dairy industry. Oh, that's cool. So an, another generation of, of dairy, dairy folks. Keeping them involved and engaged in our industry. Yeah. So this is a pretty big event. Um, it's, it, I like this auction because it brings in people from all, it, they, all the cheesemakers are here. All the industry people are here, and then you have lots of um, companies who are suppliers to the cheesemakers, and they're all here bidding on the cheeses. And and I always get the feeling that that's a way to thank the cheesemakers for their business, or maybe to get their business in the future. Um, right, and and it's uh, some of these people. It's such a special event because sometimes you see them only once a year, and. Uh, and it's just, it's a big reunion every year, and it's, it's just been great fun to be in, involved with. Okay. And this auction is cool. If you're interested in reading more about how a cheese auction works, check out my blog, cheeseunderground.com. Our program today was produced with the help of Uriah Carpenter, who, like Katie Katzman, became a little worried when just as the auction was starting, a weather alert was announced 
letting folks know we would need to evacuate the tent in the case of high winds. I just hope it doesn't storm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be make for an interesting podcast. Oh, yeah. So now we're evacuating to the exhibition hall. It's air conditioned in there. Can That's we just nice. continue the auction in there? <laughs> yeah, we'll be one huddled little mass running over there. Someone will be dragging a half barrel and platters of cheese. Yeah, it's Wisconsin. That's it what is. we do. Our theme music was composed and performed by Point Five one of my favorite local bands out of Mineral Point, Wisconsin. So that's it for today. Thanks for joining us. Next week, we talk with three Wisconsin women cheesemakers, Katie Furman, Anna Landmark, Diana Murphy, and we hear what it's like to be a woman cheesemaker in Wisconsin. Until then, you can connect with me on Facebook, just search Cheese Underground, or follow me on Twitter, at CheeseGeek. Have a great week. Love Cheese More. This episode of Cheese Underground Radio is sponsored by Fromogenation, Madison's premier cheese shop, located in the heart of America's Dairyland, right on the Capitol Square. Fromogenation's team of expert cheesemongers help you select the perfect cheeses and companions for every occasion. Shop online at Fromogenation.com, or better yet, visit Fromogenation and taste the cheeses that make Wisconsin famous. Fromogenation. Love. Cheese. More. Ladies and gentlemen, auctioneer Tim Slack. I've got 10 out of bit of down 20, 20 out of bit of down 30, 30 out of bit of down 40, 30 out of get 40, 50 out of bit of get 60, 70, 30 out of bit of down 80, 30 out of bit of down sold the auction way. How's that? That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>